Okay. So that takes me right back to where we had left when we when I read Acts 10, mm -hmm. 44 on down. Okay. Because if this, yeah, if you want to, you can go back to it real quick. That's why in chapter 10 of Acts, at verse 44, where it said, where Peter was speaking the words, which mm -hmm. says the water, the Holy Ghost fell on them and they heard it. 46 say they heard it. They they that they uh no in 45 it says because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now they heard the word, which was the water, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. But even after that, they're commanded to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. It's a it's it's an outward showing. The outward showing of the water is not what uh uh escorts them into salvation. That's what the Holy Spirit does. That's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ, see, remember, we're in Acts. Jesus is now ascended. We're now looking at after Jesus. He just did his part because the question could come up. Some people have said, can you get the Holy Spirit uh, before you be baptized or can you get the Holy Spirit without even being baptized? And the answer is yes. This is proof of it according to scripture. But even after the Holy Spirit comes upon them with the evidence of speaking in tongues and magnifying God, they're still told, would anyone forbid them, uh, forbid water, that these should not be baptized? He said, and he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When this translator just saying the name of the Lord, but we know who they have to be baptized. So they were filled with the Holy Spirit. So if it's true that being filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit baptizes you into, then why would he come back later and then say, I command you now that you be baptized? It's it's really, it's, it's really when not joint. And when we say he commanded, that was Paul, right? <clears throat> yeah, these are these are the words from the apostle. Yes. So so, and we've seen that uh, they received the Holy Ghost without the water baptism, right? Mm -hmm. And he's saying in Ephesians that it, he said it was the water was the word. Um, now, I'm saying I don't think there's anything wrong with baptizing the water. I'm just saying that it's, it was symbolism of being baptized with the word. Um, yeah, yeah, because you're saying John was baptized, and then when Jesus came along, that he baptized him with the fire, Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah, Jesus was coming to do a thing that was going to be an inward baptism of the spirit man. John's baptism was of the outward man. Yes. I mean that's really what that's I mean that's really what you're dealing with. They come and they signify the death, burial, and resurrection. That's why they say be immersed. So yeah. you're completely immersed, buried in that water. But I'm saying that I guess you're saying that because Paul commanded it, that is a commandment now. And well, I'm saying, well, I don't. Well, I'm saying because if if Paul is if he's an apostle. Mm -hmm. His mouthpiece is a mouthpiece of God mm -hmm. because you have a scripture where uh, where he's on a whole different subject where he makes it clear 
this is of me and not of God. And mm -hmm. I think that was when he was talking about marriage and things like that, when he was talking about marriage and divorce. And he had made a comment. He said, this is not of me, but of the Lord. And then he made his statements. And then he said, now, this is not of the Lord, but this is of me. And then he goes in and talks a little bit more about a specific thing. Mm -hmm. And this is something that can really clear up a thing. In Luke 10, 16, because it, it can get kind of complicated. And I've talked to some people. They say, well, if the apostle said it was a commandment, that wasn't God saying it was a commandment or that's not really a commandment, like say the 10 commandments or, or so forth or something like that. In Luke 10, 16, these are the words Jesus spoke. He that heareth you, heareth me. And he that despiseth you, despiseth me. And he that despiseth me, despiseth him that sent me. This is a clear gesture that if you are a man of God filled with the spirit and you're actually speaking this word and all we can do is go based on if we're going to believe the scriptures and this is what he makes his statement in the book of Matthew, say, uh, not Matthew, my fault, in Acts, that uh, it's a commandment that you go out and be baptized. If I'm mistaken, I believe we got scripture where he said go out into all of the world. <clears throat> but in that nature there, he said... It's a commandment. I command you to baptize, to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, and we before, see, I before I concede that point, I'm, I'm still not sure if it's uh, water or word. But, but I can say this, water make or break is not going to hinder whether you make it into the heavens or not. We know water is an out, outer showing to yeah. other people. Yeah. So if a man can be filled with the Spirit without being baptized, the Holy Spirit is what escorts your spirit into salvation, which uh, brings you into that, uh, what is it, the second birth. Then we know the outer water is not going to do that for you. But it is an outer appearance or an outer showing to other people that you share in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that's what it shows. Now, what if somebody's laying on their deathbed and I'm in there sharing the word of God on them and the Holy Spirit falls on them? They begin to speak in tongues and magnifying God. And just moments later, they may pass away before they ever get to a bucket of water or a barrel of water to be immersed. Do they go to hell? Absolutely not. Because the baptism that was uh, spoken by John that Jesus Christ would do, baptizing in the Holy Spirit and in fire, has been fulfilled. But we do have a baptism of water that we are told to do in an outward expression showing that that we share in that death burial and resurrection now only god knows in the heart of each individual person whether um they had the opportune time to go and be baptized and and i've heard some you know uh pastors say well certain baptism should be done this way you got catholics sprinkling water over their head 
you know, I've heard all kind of different ways that they baptize, but you should do it according to the way the Bible. If you're going to do it, do it the right way. But here we see Jesus saying, uh, uh, he that hears you, hears me. Only contentions of that you're teaching the words you feel with the Spirit of God. The reason why I keep going back to the, the water uh, is a symbolism of the word is because uh, because of what I see in the scriptures in Ephesians and then in uh, John chapter 4 verse 13 and 14 and he says Jesus answered and said unto her whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again and that was the actual real water but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. So he's always referencing the water to the word. To, and he is the spoken word, right? So, so he... So like in Ephesians where it says that uh, the, the the washing of the washing of water by the word is and here it is again he's referencing once you drink this water you should never thirst again so that's why I keep going back to that saying that the, the actual baptism that they was talking about that you brought up in uh, I believe it's Ephesians uh, is the word, you know, um, mm -hmm. not the actual water. Um, that's what I'm, you know. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm just giving you some scriptures that I see that, you know. Um, no, that's uh no, because what you're saying is that is correct. The word of God that is that is your living water. I'm just looking. We, I'm just looking at the reference of the, the necessity of a physical baptism. It, but it's it's almost as if uh, uh, that the reason why I you know I, I keep having uh, angst with that, so to speak, is because uh, we're tying that into salvation. We're saying that if you don't get in that water, that you can't be saved. And I don't know that I'm necessarily agreeing with that because of the, what I just laid out. Okay. Yeah. Let me see here. Let me see what Romans 6 got for us. All right. And I do understand that Jesus' baptism in the Holy Spirit and fire is different than a water baptism. Mm -hmm. But let's see what this says. I don't know what this is saying. I, I just, I had this in my notes. I want to pull it up. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin? That grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into his death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness 
of life. Now, that's not necessarily saying go get in some water and this is going to make you experience that same death and burial ritual. But once, once again, we're looking at, they said that many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ. They went and got baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. But do we know that that's water? Oh, yes. In the book, I mean, from what they're talking about, because that's the baptism that they've been, all of them were commanded to be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ. It was just an outward showing. That's why the guys here. The commandment that you profess happened in Acts. John was baptized in water as a, uh, uh, again, because Jesus hadn't came yet. He was baptized in the water symbolizing who was to come. And that was Jesus who was going to baptize you uh, by through the Holy Ghost by fire, with fire. So again, I you know, I'm not sure that this is talking about actual water. This here is in Romans. So this is even further along. <laughs> yeah, further. yeah, but you know, I'm just saying that it's after it's after Jesus, right? Because I've never seen no man say when the Holy Ghost come upon them that I am now baptized in the name of Jesus Christ upon the receiving of the Holy Spirit. All I'm saying is... <laughs> so now, remember, Jesus was going to baptize in the Holy Spirit and fire, but he's doing this... Outside, he's, outside of John, where do you see anybody use, using water, actually dipping people in water? Outside of John. Did Jesus do it? Did any of the... Uh, we seen him do it in Acts. Well, that's, that's Paul that I can see is, is, you say water, I say word. I'm talking about Mark, Luke, John, Matthew. Did any of them, after, after John, did any of them baptize people in the water? I'm, I'm sure there's other areas in the Bible, but I'm saying even in Acts, I showed you an example of where they were filled with the Spirit of God, and then afterward, they went to go be baptized. They didn't go get baptized. But I showed you a scripture that said the baptism was by the Word. You said washing. Now, now, now we can, if we got technical with the Word, all of those scriptures said the washing of the Word. None of them said baptizing. They all said washing. And if we really got to digging in scriptures to see what would be the difference between washing and the cleansing of the word versus baptizing, because baptizing is normally your signifying of a newness of life, changing. The word, we're always told to renew your mind by the reading of God's word. Okay. To renew. And, you know, the washing is to cleanse a thing. So everything has its everything has its thing to where it has its place. But I do know that the word does wash. And Jesus Christ was the word manifested in flesh. We got that in John. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Now I'm I'm definitely not saying that uh you have to be baptized in water to solidify the salvation because we know that everybody in the world
can't possibly make that happen based on certain circumstances. All I'm saying is, is if you're in the knowledge of and you have come into repentance, whether you've received the Holy Spirit or have yet to receive the Holy Spirit, and you have been taught to be baptized so you can show an outwardly appearance, because the physical water, no. What you're talking about, that physical water, is not the word, that water that you're talking about. You're definitely laying, because what you're saying, I agree with 100%. I can't deny that, because it takes the word being on the inside of you to wash you clean. It has to be able to do that. I'm Now, I'm just looking on the outward appearance when a man or woman goes and be baptized outwardly. It's an outward expression. Mm -hmm. But like we had seen in scripture where he said, you got to bring, uh, you got to have the right fruits of repentance or you just, you'll, you just be getting baptized and you still go end up being like shaft and cast into fire. According to what I see in scripture, on my side, looking at the physical end of it. Mm -hmm. If you have come into the knowledge of uh, being saved, being filled with the Holy Spirit, and being baptized, according to scripture, you are told as an outer appearance or showing in the sharing of the death, burial, and resurrection that you are to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. But doing the outer appearance is not what gets you saved to bring you salvation is what you're talking about that inward baptism of the holy spirit which is the washing of that water and that's what we've seen happen to uh, uh those italians there's the gentiles when when he was when peter was speaking the word the word that they were hearing they took it so much to heart that they received the gift of the holy ghost that's that baptism of the inward man. And that's what happened to them. But don't don't get me wrong. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think what we're doing is, is you're explaining the, the, the water and the spiritual end, and I'm trying to emphasize the physical end. And I think that's what we're looking at because, yes, John baptized with water. That was all a physical thing. And he even made it. He said someone's coming along after me that's going to baptize uh, what did, he, did he say not only with water well not with water but, but in the spirit and then what was that Matthew indeed I baptize you with water unto repentance that's what he was doing but he that cometh after me is mightier than I whose shoes I am not worthy to bear he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire and that's the part that you're leaning on you're saying that Holy Ghost that's that new water that you're talking about I, I got that part that's what I was thinking, you know. I'm not positive, you know, but you know, because uh, no, because that's what it, that's what the scriptures say. He yeah. So, so why would there be if he said, you know, if Jesus he he not gonna use water, he's gonna use the fire. So, uh, but then you know, in Acts you you brought that out uh, about being baptized, and you saying that was outwardly, and there was actual water. <laughs> So this is, this is a good thing to look at. We'll go a little bit further in Matthew 3. It goes on after he said uh, that he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. It goes on. Whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan 
unto John. So now Jesus shows up on the scene to be 